Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. And what will the conversation be about today? A lot of things. Uh, Main topic of discussion for this episode is a phased approach to healthy living. Don't it seem overwhelming sometimes? So I'm going to give you some steps I recommend that you take to make it less overwhelming. Plus, I have an awesome tell me more question from one of our male listeners. He wants to know if he's going hard enough in the gym. And my answer might surprise you. I have that coming up in just a few. But first, let's get started with this mind, body and business check in. And I want to start by giving myself a round of applause. I'm in here by myself, but you're clapping for me, too, because I have been (laughs) on it this week. I feel so good, so proud of these last seven days. And if you are new to the podcast, I always kind of give this intro that we like to check in with ourselves once per week. What is your goal for your mind, your body, your business? You don't have to have a single goal in each of these areas, but um, we really encourage folks who listen to this podcast to be intentional every day, working towards something that is going to make you a better person, that's going to enhance your life. So I share a little bit of my business uh, to give you an idea of how this works for my mind. I am really focused on applying purpose and meaning to my actions. Everything I do, I am constantly thinking about why I am doing it. Because your why really is a gasoline. It is a thing that is going to remind you, hey, the reason why I started this is dot, dot, dot. Whatever your dot, dot, dot may be, make sure that it's a reason that's truly connected to what you want, not something someone else planted into your mind that you think you may want or you're kind of on the fence about, but something that is really going to produce joy, progress, good vibes into your life. And so I've been sharing the past couple of weeks, I'm doing this SSS meal plan. And basically it's a smoothie, it's a solid meal, and it's a smoothie. So I'm doing three meals per day to simplify because I have been on the move, on the go. And even as a fitness trainer, it has been overwhelming for me to constantly plan my meals. I've had so much fun with these smoothies. Uh, I'm low-key almost ready to become vegan because I really have only been having meat with one meal in my day. And I've been adding plant-based protein to my smoothies, which have been delicious, okay? I'm over here getting high on nature's candy, and that is fruits, okay? Okay. I came up with this one magical smoothie. I call it a strawberry cheesecake smoothie. It's strawberries, banana, almond milk, vanilla, plant-based protein. And it's this spicy nut blend that also has organic honey on it. Oh my gosh, it has like raisins, walnuts, almonds, sunflower seeds. Uh, But when it's crushed up, it tastes like the graham on cheesecake. I low-key feel like I'm cheating when I drink it, but I know I'm not. I'm getting all the nutrients, all of the flavor, and I'm crushing my goals. It feels so good waking up in the morning and not being bloated. And when I talk about connecting purpose and meaning to my actions, this is an example. When I have that desire, that temptation to get that piece of candy or eat some potato chips, I remember that feeling. I remember why I started this. I remember how I wanted to regain my confidence and feel like I was in control. You know, sometimes when you get into these cycles of unhealthy eating, you can really feel like you're stuck, like you can't get out of the cycle. And I am feeling so good about the way I've been eating lately. 
feeling good about my financial goals and remembering why I started staying motivated to stick to the plan, stay out of debt while not sacrificing family time and self-care. Now, that may be a little deep, but I've been doing this, what, about 49 episodes, so I kind of got the hang of it. But here's some examples of setting a mind or mental goal. Maybe you want to have a weekly mental health day. Are you the type of person that goes seven days per week and just does not take a break to breathe, to process, to spend time alone with you because you're such an interesting, fascinating, and wonderful person? That time to yourself is so valuable, and sometimes you don't realize it until you actually do it. So that could be one of your mind goals. Maybe you need a dedicated morning routine. You feel like your day is chaotic. You're not in control. You're always on the defense, just flustered, scatterbrained. Having a morning routine, planning out your day can help with that. Um, Another example of a mind goal, maybe meditation, maybe a social media curfew. I talked about that in the previous episode. So figure out what you need in terms of making enhancements to your mind, your mental health, feeling better. Create a goal, stick to it, be intentional every day. And I'm sure you are going to be so proud and feel so good doing that thing every day. Moving on to my body. In addition to eating healthier and sticking to my meal plan, I have also continued to exercise. And you know, I'm middle age. I'm actually past middle age. I'm 45. And you know, with age, sometimes you hear some snap, crackle, and popping. You bend down when you turn your head. I think that overall, um, there's a different perspective I need to embrace. And I also need to understand the importance of a little assistance when it comes to my joints. So I started back on glucosamine, which is great for joint support. I am taking vitamin D supplements and magnesium. I feel the difference in my body. And yes, soon come a whole episode on supplements. But if you haven't had a conversation with your doctor about supplements that may benefit you, I've spoken a lot in this podcast about probiotics. I'm on that. Multivitamin, especially if there are some micronutrient deficiencies in your meals. Supplements have really been a game changer for me. So that's what I'm focusing on, continuing to do for the next seven days, taking my supplements daily. And speaking of supplements, uh, can we give Walmart a huge shout out who has been an amazing partner with the Mind, Body and Business podcast? You know, you can find quick and affordable over-the-counter medicines for your entire family at your local Walmart. So yes, in addition to health concerns like joint support, maybe you have someone in your household who has allergies or whatever the situation may be. Walmart provides a cost and time effective way to get the health solutions you need. For me, having a family of six, this is a game changer. It helps me proactively manage my family's health and wellness. Oh yeah, we're getting the multivitamins, making sure that we have those things in our medicine cabinet in case anything comes up. High quality over-the-counter offerings from private labels such as Equate and Spring Valley. Yes, I make sure that we are fully stocked and supplied at the beginning of every month. And national brands you can afford. That's the key word. I love that I can go to Walmart and get my groceries, get my toiletries, head on over to the electronics department, hit up the garden section. We just planted some beautiful new flowers that we hope can stay alive with all this heat, but that's a whole nother story. But Walmart really does have everything our family needs. And uh, one of the most important things on that list is over-the-counter medicines that we know need to stay in our cabinets. 
National brands that the average family, average everyday person can afford can be a lifesaver for people who are uninsured or underinsured and need access to affordable medications. Having your health and wellness needs met during your next grocery trip just makes life easier. Welcome to your value provider. Welcome to your Walmart. And again, we are excited to share all of the great things that Walmart continues to do for our families. So supplements, yes, for my body. That's what I'm doing. And you can get yours at Walmart. Uh, Moving on to business. This week, I am focused on creating a social media calendar that is realistic for me. I've tried this many times in the past and was really overambitious like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like everyday posts and everyday ideas for stories every day. And it became really overwhelming. So right now I'm focused on three pieces of content that I can post weekly and be consistent with it. So this is going to be my business goal over the next month or so. So you may hear me repeating what this goal is in future episodes, uh, depending on when you're listening to this one. I was very fortunate to connect with a social media influencer agency that basically gets me work. They pitch me to different brands and companies and people that sell products and services and say, hey, well, is Maria Moore a good fit for you? And I've already done some really successful campaigns. And, you know, inside of business, I'm always looking at trends like where are we growing um back in 2021 approximately four billion u.s dollars were spent on influencer marketing in the united states so this is a really big deal that's why we're seeing so many of these young babies uh you know teenagers 20 something year olds making tons of money on different uh social media apps so i'm just trying to keep up with the times and i genuinely enjoy creating content The past few campaigns I did were family oriented, related to fitness. So what I'm going to need to do is make sure that my social media stays popping and the engagement is where it needs to be in order for me to take advantage of future opportunities. So business wise, focus on consistent social media posting. Please hold me accountable. I don't mind if you shoot me a DM and say you heard me express this goal in episode number 49. Uh, What are your mind, body, and business goals? I gave you some thought starters. Think about what will enhance your life. Maybe something you've been thinking about doing for a long time or you need to do for your mind, body, and business. Write that goal down, whether it's a seven-day goal, one-month goal, a quarterly goal, an annual goal. It's always great when we are intentional about making the most of life. That is the foundation of this podcast. Of course, you can check in with me. Let me know what your mind, body, and business goals are. And if you need some ideas, I'm all in the DMs, BFF. All right, so hit me up. That is where you can chat with me. Any feedback you have about the podcast. If you need some thought starters for your mind, body, and business goal, I'm on Instagram at mbbpod. All right, speaking of Instagram, I want to jump into this tell me more question before I get into the topic of this episode, which is a phased approach to healthier living. And today's mind, body, and business question comes from Paul from Atlanta, Georgia. He says, hey, Maria, I am about to get married in about four months, so I've been hitting the gym. I'm starting with group fitness classes. Lately, I've been wondering if I'm training hard enough because once I finish my class, all of the people in that class stay for the next class, but I'm all out of energy. Am I doing something wrong? 
Paul, this is a great question. And let me first start by saying, no, you aren't doing anything wrong. You are doing what I call listening to your body. Uh, you already said that you are getting prepared for this wedding. I'm assuming that you weren't working out before or you've taken a break. So you're trying to wind up and get your body ready to do more, to lift heavier, to run faster, endurance, and whatever your goal may be. I really want to clear up this myth that hours and hours and hours of exercise produce great results. We see these professional athletes training. We see how hard football players go, track and field stars go. They are training hours and hours and hours a day. But I think the important thing to understand uh, when we're looking at these athletes, these professionals, is that they're just that, professionals. They do it for a living. Uh, most of us are not bodybuilders. We are not athletes. We don't do these things for a living. So athletes are more than likely on supplements. They have professional trainers. They're eating a very specific uh, diet that caters to whatever they're training for. So unless you're training for something specific or you are a professional athlete, there's no need to train for hours and hours a day. In fact, it can be detrimental to your joints and could cause an injury because you're overworking those muscles. And when you're exercising with overworked muscles, you're more prone to injury. Now, here is my suggestion for you. Um, if you already feel like you're out of energy, I interpret that as you really pushed yourself. If you're out of energy after 45 minutes, an hour of exercise, that means you pushed your limits. So limits vary from person to person. Person A may run on the treadmill at eight miles an hour, while person B may be power walking at three and a half miles per hour. And it's the same energy expenditure based on where they are in their individual fitness journey. So only you know what pushing yourself means. But if you're not like Paul and you're one of those people who goes uh, an hour, two hours, two a days, three a days, constantly in the gym back to back with no rest in between, I would challenge you to determine if you are pushing yourself hard enough. Because if you're maxing out your efforts and you're really focused on your exercise routine, you're not taking breaks, you're not looking at your phone, you have short rest periods in between your sets, 45 minutes to an hour should be enough. It really, it should be enough. So keep that in mind the next time you're spending hours and hours and hours at the gym. Also, what I've learned, and I've done it before, you know, you go in the gym and you train for multiple hours and raise your hand if you spend long hours in the gym because you were eating some stuff you weren't supposed to be eating and you're trying to quote unquote catch up. You're trying to empty out the tank and perhaps undo some damage that you've done with that extra meal or that extra drink or that extra slice of pizza. Um, it's very important that we don't get into a cycle of exercising so that we can eat junk food. You want food that fuels your body so that you have a quality workout so that you don't feel weighed down. And it's interesting because the irony of that cycle is that we eat a lot of food, we exercise for hours and hours, build up a whole new appetite and then overeat again. And the cycle repeats itself over and over again. So try to clean up your plate so that you don't feel the need to do that extra exercise. Push yourself harder within that 45 minute to one hour time frame, whether you're doing group exercise or training alone, or even doing a workout video on a streaming service. Really important that you push yourself within that time that you're exercising, that you're free from distraction and you're really focused on a good quality workout. And also cleaning up your plate. 
within that 45 minute to one hour time frame, as you progress, think about things like maybe I could lift some weights that are about 10 pounds heavier than I was doing two weeks ago. Or maybe instead of a 30 second rest, let me try resting for only 20 seconds in between. That is how you challenge yourself and you get stronger and you build your endurance, okay? So thank you so much for that question because I think it's a dilemma that many people deal with and hopefully my answer was helpful. Again, you can submit your question for the podcast at Pod on Instagram and hopefully I will be able to answer your question in a future episode. Okay, now it is time to jump into today's topic. For this episode, we are focusing on a phased approach for healthier living because so often we try to do everything at once. Are you that couch potato, always eating junk food, never exercising, then deciding one day, I'm going to be a vegan, I'm going to run four miles per day and drink two gallons of water every day? Uh, Yeah, you're going to burn out after the second day. You might not make it a full 24 hours. And I believe the slower you go, the longer your results last. In fact, there's a quote that says, the things that come easy usually don't last, and the things that last usually don't come easy. That means you got to work. Committing to allowing new habits to settle in, to become a new person, that is going to take some commitment, some discipline, and some patience, all right? So don't feel bad if you have tried something in the past and it only lasted a week. That's probably a sign that you were doing too much too fast. So what does a phased approach look like? It's pretty much making gradual changes until you settle into this new healthy lifestyle. So much And dare I say that it feels like second nature, the new person that you have become. I thought that I would never be this person, that I couldn't live healthy every single day, that I couldn't go a day without having my favorite chocolate bar. I'm not going to name no names, but I used to eat about three or four of them things every day. And just the thought of not being able to have this particular candy bar every day just made me sad, like, Literally my eyes watering up about to cry, (laughs) but I am here and I have made it. I am not a slave to junk food. I don't stay sedentary for too long. I don't allow days and days to go by without exercising. I actually enjoy moving my body. This has become a lifestyle for me. And when it becomes a lifestyle, it's just ingrained in who you are. So how can you become your version of this person? That's what I want to talk about. So phase approach to living a healthier lifestyle. And I'm going to look at multiple areas, but I want to start with what I believe is the most important thing for you to do. And surprise, it has nothing to do with diet or exercise or drinking a bunch of water in a day. It has to do with getting quality sleep. Sleep deprivation is the ultimate culprit when it comes to living a healthier lifestyle. And this is whether you want to lose weight, gain weight, or maintain a healthy weight. You know why sleep is so important? There's many reasons. Um, It gives our body time to recover. When your body is not fully recovered, you are more prone to injury. You can hurt yourself. And I'm not just talking about physical recovery. I'm talking about emotional recovery because I don't know about you but when I don't get enough rest my interactions with people aren't as pleasant um, as they could be Um, I'm more moody 
even my thinking and my interpretations of how people are speaking to me or interacting with me are more cynical. Sleep is good for the body, it's good for the spirits, and it is good for the mind, and it is necessary for you to be your very best. So I'm about to say something that may sound scary to you, but as an adult, I need for you to try to shoot for at least seven to nine hours of sleep every night. Now, some people think that they don't have enough time. You think you have a time issue. I don't have time because I'm doing all of these other tasks and I can't get to sleep at a good hour in order for me to meet that seven to nine hour goal. And I believe that it's less about having enough time to sleep and more about managing your time, prioritizing during the day so that you aren't wasting time that you are delegating responsibilities if that could save you time but do a time inventory one day just say I'm going to write down how I am spending my time every single day and you may be humbled (laughs) you may be surprised that you're spending more time on social media than you thought you were or watching that Netflix series or talking to a friend or gossiping at work right but none of us do that But yeah, do a time inventory and make sure that there aren't pockets of your day that you could be saving to get things done earlier so that you can get to bed at a good hour. I also want to talk about the role that sleep plays in building muscle. Muscles are metabolically active. I spoke about this in many episodes here on the Mind, Body and Business podcast, but because muscles are metabolically active, they require calories to grow. Unlike fat, fat is just sitting there taking up space. But when you build muscle, you increase your basal metabolic rate. And this is your body's ability to burn more calories at rest. Yes, that means that your body is getting the work done while you're resting, while you're recovering, you're burning more calories if you are building muscle. But the muscle grows when you are at rest, not when you're lifting weights, but when you're resting. So if you're only sleeping four or five hours a night, what does that mean for muscle growth? It's going to be very difficult for you to maintain muscle mass that will increase your basal metabolic rate, which is great if you're trying to lose weight, right? Because the more muscle you have, the more fat you burn. But this can't happen if you're not getting enough rest. When you think about feeling energized when you go to the gym, oh my gosh, I get so bummed when I go to the gym and I have my mind wrapped around a great workout, but I just don't have the energy. And when I look back, I can always tie it to not getting enough sleep. Um, Let's talk about how sleep deprivation plays a role on how you eat. Sleep deprivation will cause you to overeat because the more waking hours, the more energy your body expends, which means your body's going to say, give me some more food. So you're barely sleeping at night, going hard in the gym. Your appetite is raging. You're eating more food and it's really counterproductive for your overall wellness and fitness goals. Prioritize rest, get you a good nighttime routine, get yourself a social media curfew. Just try to add at least 30 minutes to an hour onto what you're already doing. So, you know, if you're only sleeping five or six hours a night, shooting for seven to nine may seem a little ambitious at first, but say, you know what? I can try to sleep 30 minutes extra tonight. And then I'll add on 15 more minutes. Then I'll add on a 15 more. And then you got that extra hour. And you're getting in the rhythm and creating a routine that puts you in the bed to heal your body. It will reward you in return. 
The next thing I have on my list of this phased approach to living a healthier lifestyle, and again, like sleep, it has nothing to do with exercise, fitness, drinking a bunch of water, uh, but it has to do with removing temptation, right? If the stuff you're not supposed to be doing is all up in your face all the time, you're probably going to be more likely to give in. And this goes for putting yourself in situations where you'll be tempted to do what's opposite of your goal, right? Um, maybe that is you driving past that favorite fast food restaurant, knowing that you're going to end up in that drive-through. You better take a different way home. Having things in the cabinet that you know you're not supposed to be eating that aren't aligned with your meal plan or your goals. Don't allow yourself to have access to things that contradict the life you want to live. And I must acknowledge that when you make a change, especially to the way that you eat, your body will sometimes make you believe that you still need that thing, right? You need to eat that chocolate bar. You need those potato chips. You need that fried food and that pizza because you're hungry. But there are many other ways, more nutrient-dense ways to fuel your body. We live in a society that makes us believe that excess is the only thing that will satisfy our needs. And I learned a very important lesson about this during my last trip to Cuba, and it involves toilet paper. <laughs> so if you've never visited Cuba, they are really low on toilet paper. Very few places have toilet paper. And uh, when I did come across toilet paper, ooh, I treated that thing like gold. But conversely, coming back home to the United States, toilet paper's everywhere. You can get it at the grocery store, at the drug store, shoot, at the gas station. And you don't realize that you don't need as much as you use until you go to another place that doesn't have as much. And when you begin to embrace a healthier lifestyle, you try to clean up the way that you eat, you'll start to realize that the things you thought you needed really aren't a necessity at all. And that you can get by on less there are more efficient ways to fuel your body that are good for your body from the inside out. The next thing that I have on my list is to make movement mandatory. And I'm not talking about, you know, doing something crazy at the gym or going from not working out at all to taking fitness classes seven days per week. But how can you be more active throughout your day. Can you just start a routine of waking up first thing in the morning and taking three to five minutes to stretch, to get the blood flowing throughout your body? That is a really good habit. Can you walk around your neighborhood for maybe just 10 to 15 minutes? Start in small increments, but make movement mandatory. Remove the option to be lazy, to sit around, to be sedentary. Look at all of your everyday activities and ask yourself, how can I add some form of movement? If you are feeling intimidated about starting a fitness routine, simply incorporating 10 to 15 minutes of your day every day to get some type of movement in. It could be walking. It can be swimming. It can be roller skating. It can be dancing. It can be walking your dog. But like my good friend, Dr. Ian said in his episode with me, when he talked about the Metflex plan, he said if he could prescribe one thing for living healthier, it would be exercise. So this lends to the importance of moving your body, especially as we age, your body needs that movement. It's like a car. It can't just sit in the garage all day. It's going to rust up. It's going to be harder to start the engine. But when you start the engine, you drive it around, you keep it active, you give it an oil change, you rotate the tires. You see where I'm going here. Take care of your body and your body will take care of you. The next thing is to ditch the liquid calories. 
One of the quickest ways actually to cut calories is through your drinks. I'm talking like 500, up to 500 calories per day, maybe even more sodas and fruit drinks and things with added sugar. Cutting just your liquid calories and just reducing what you drink to water can help you lose a pound per week if weight loss is your goal. No complicated fitness program. It is simply cutting back on the calories that you drink. I also want to add that if you are overwhelmed with meal prep or understanding how to get all your macronutrients in every meal, you can just start with dinner. Make sure that your dinner is light because it's the last meal of the day. You don't want to rest on a full stomach converting over to your fat cells because you didn't have a time to burn that off while you were resting. So ditch the liquid calories and then having a light dinner is really going to help reduce the risk of gaining weight and retaining fat. To wrap this list up, in your face approach to living more healthy is to track your progress. Accountability is key. I use a tracker called Habit Share. And the cool thing about this tracker is that I can put my goals in and every day I check in, I either put a green check mark or a red X and I hate seeing the red X. And to add another layer of that, I share my habits with friends who are also in the app. So when I'm not on it, they see me and they can either send me a message in the app, they can text me if they know me like that. It's just a great added layer of accountability. Really important that you track your progress as you are taking this phased approach because you don't wanna be freestyling it, you know what I mean? You want to make sure that what you're doing day in and day out is working and if it's not, you'll know because you've been tracking your progress and you'll be able to make those adjustments. So quick recap of the list for phased approach to healthy living. Prioritize good sleep, remove temptations, make movement mandatory, ditch the liquid calories, and try to make dinner the healthiest meal of your day, and lastly, track your progress. That is your masterclass for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. I did some digging, and I really did my best to pull this together because I've been there with the overwhelm and feeling like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get out of this hole? Is this realistic? And it is. I believe that it is for everyone. So if you can't do all of the things on this list, focus on one at a time and you will be well on your way. As always, I truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Take care.